2 p.m., the finance minister, Ino Godongwana, will present uh, what could be his most important budget speech, what could be his government's most important budget speech, and what could be his political party represented in government could be its most important budget speech tabled in the Cape Town City all sitting for the National Assembly at 2 p.m. We have a massive revenue shortfall and one of the main ways that we're probably going to see some clawback, some lost financial ground is to increase taxes. The other way is, of course, for Inagodongwana to cut more of provinces' budgets. This is already impacting on basic services, including law enforcement, including health, including education. What to expect? We hold our breath. Lizette Isol de Skierp is a senior economist at the Bureau for Economic Research. Good morning, uh, Lizette. Really appreciate your time. Is it fair to say that what we can expect is very, very few silver linings in this dark cloud of a budget expected to be delivered by Minister Dongwan at 2 p.m. Very little silver linings, very little positives expected to come out this morning, is it? Yes, I, I think that's fair. Um, I think a finance minister will probably tell you every year that this is the toughest budget that he has to present, but um, I think this time around it's coming against the backdrop of very sluggish economic growth. Um, I mean, 2024 could be slightly better, but it's not going to be fast growth, uh, which would otherwise help. Our trading partners are under pressure. There's global geopolitical uncertainty. So it's a very difficult time to be formulating sort of long-term fiscal policy plans. Um, I think the clouds are even a bit darker, given that we had revenue overruns for a few years. Um, we knew South African export commodity prices were doing really well, so the mines were doing well. We had all sorts of other levies kicking in, so we actually had more revenue than was budgeted for, but that has completely fallen away. Um, mm. And with revenue sort of coming in line with expectations, expenditure is significantly mm. higher than expected. And um, there's a shortfall that needs to be made up somewhere. Yeah, mineral resources companies cutting jobs. Yesterday, stats is say announcing there are eight million jobless South Africans. That's almost double than what we saw ten years ago. But Gunungwana warning that budget 2024 will will need to propose some tax measures. We need to raise an additional revenue of something like 15 billion rand is the is the shortfall. We are expecting tax measures to be implemented, but where do you expect that to come from? More personal income tax, or is it the target on businesses, on corporate taxes? I think on, on both instances, we're unlikely to see an outright increase in the tax rate. So the actual rate that we'll be paying is unlikely to change. Remains a possibility, but I don't really see that happening. But what we're likely to see is what they call bracket creep. So if you last year got an inflation-linked salary increase of around 6%, that might have bumped you up into a higher tax bracket or you're going to pay um, you know, six, um, um, tax on 6% more of your salary. Um, normally, or what you could see is that these tax brackets also get adjusted by inflation so that you're broadly speaking um, the same way, you know, you're off the same way uh, as you were before the increase. We don't see that happen this year. So if you got a salary, an inflation-linked salary increase, it's likely that you could actually bump into a higher tax bracket and end up paying more taxes, even without the tax rate being increased.
Is is the tax is is excise on what we call sin taxes? Would that be enough to plug a hole? Sin taxes on alcohol and cigarettes are, are very very easy targets. One may even argue that VAT, but VAT also impacts on the poorest of the poor. But but is raising excise on alcohol, cigarettes, what we know as sin taxes, would that be enough? To pug a fifteen billion ro- fifteen billion rand hole in South Africa's fiscus. No, I don't think it will be enough. Um, I do think that we'll see increases in our sin taxes, and you could see again sort of higher increases um, than inflation. We at the moment don't think that they will increase the VAT rate. Um, I mean, never say never, but I think it's highly unlikely that they'll do this year. As you mentioned, it really puts a lot of pressure on, especially the poor and low-income households. So it's a very regressive tax. So what you would likely see coupled with an increase in the VAT rate is more items being zero rated. So more items being um, made available where you're not paying any VAT on. Um, So that would also take away some of your your revenue benefits. What I do think that we'll see or could see is an increase in the fuel levy. Um, Over the last, I think, two years, we have not seen increases in, in in the fuel levy. Um, that was sort of a way to, to shield the consumer a little bit from high oil prices um, and stable rent exchange rate. But that, coupled with bracket creep, could get you to the 15 billion rand that they need. This being an election year, yesterday the president announced 29th of May is when South Africans will go to the polls. Uh, I, I largely expect some election sweetness. The president did hint at some sort of clarity on what could be a universal basic income grant. We currently have the Social Relief of Distress Grant, the 350 grant. Do you expect any more policy formality around that 350 grant becoming a universal basic income grant in South Africa? Well, at the moment, the SRG grant is already extended for another year, so we know it's going to be in place for the for the rest of the year. Um, but I think we, the president also made it clear that they want to improve it and they possibly want to extend it beyond that. Whether um, we're going to get clearer signals on that um, in this budget, I'm not sure. I think Treasury has been very clear that if we want to talk about a basic income grant or national health insurance, we need to have a steady sustainable revenue stream to be able to fund that. And I'm not sure where they will be able to find that, especially um, in this budget. So there might be mention of it, and there will probably be mention, um, this is something that's featured um, a few times now, of a sort of overall overview of all of the different grants. So what you might see is that the social relief of distress grant replaces a different grant, or the grant gets replaced by another grant. Um, So I think it will sort of be um, taken up in that bigger discussion about about social relief and about um, the South African grant system. Uh, there is an out for Treasury. There is the consideration that government dips into the foreign exchange contingency reserve account. That's managed by the South African Reserve Bank. There's something like 500 billion rand in profit in this account. I've seen many of the social justice economic institutes saying the South African government, the South African state is not poor. There is money there. But this would also talk about the politics of our current day and whether the South African government and the finance minister gets to dip in that foreign exchange and contingency reserve account. Is that a practical suggestion? It's 
Um, definitely possible to use some of the money that is in this um, account. But I think it is important to highlight that this is not sort of a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. It's going to involve very difficult technical transactions to get some of the money out there. And then the question is, what are you going to use it for? The wisest thing would probably be to use it to repay some of our foreign denominated debt that could result in some lower um, bond yields that we are paying on, on servicing our debt so your debt services costs can come down. But it's not as if we can just grab you know, 100 billion here, 100 billion there. Um, you need to um, do, uh, you do the Reserve Bank and Treasury will have to go through, through, through several technical transactions to get some of the money out there. Um, I think it's also important to note that this is unrealized profit. So it's not money um, that is already there. Um, either the funds need to be sold to realize some of the profit mm. or it needs to be monetized. But then you need to be careful if you start pumping money um, of this magnitude into the economy, yeah. then you have to be careful yeah. that it's not going to have an inflationary impact. Mm -hmm. So there is likely going to be some announcement on it, um, hopefully with clear guidelines and rules in place. What are they going to use the funds for? Why and how and when? Um then it could potentially be a positive thing if it goes towards, um, like I mentioned, repaying some of our foreign denominated debt. But I don't think this is a solution um, to sort of plug the holes that we have, mm. unfortunately. It's not money that's hidden under a mattress or even stuffed in a couch. Lizette Asel de Skepia, <laughs> Senior Economist at the Bureau for Economic Research.